Kings of Leon at 92.9, 20 past 8. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street, West Hamworth. I'm going to fill you in very shortly on what the second most disliked Christmas present you can give for 2021's Christmas season. I see you saw my email yesterday. Very soon. I did. Thank you very much for <laughs> flicking that through. What do you think about candles being the most hated Christmas gift? Well, look. That's a little rough. I've got no sense of smells, so oh, yeah. it's completely pointless to me to give me a smelly candle. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, look at like, it. Like, people invite me to these scensey parties. I'm uh, like, I, I, nah. this is point. I can't smell it. Why, why are you inviting me? Like, Yeah. <laughs> I find candles, it's hard to get a good candle nowadays. I, I don't, they don't buy them, so I don't know. They, they, don't <laughs> smell, they don't smell like they used to. We'll have to do this as another Facebook poll. Yep. What do you do? Do you do the the, the misters, the candles, incense How do you make sticks? your house smell nice? Yeah, yeah, the the wax melts. Like, everyone's got their own thing. Yeah. You know, everyone's I mean, I, like, I, I do wax melts. <laughs> That's the best. And no, other... read diffusers, darling. Yeah, I was about to say, read diffusers. <laughs> read. I mean, look, I have bought candles. I literally look at them like, that sounds like it might smell nice. Because <laughs> when I have people over, I like to have you know, yes. smelly candles because yeah. I'm like, I don't know what this house smells like. I just hope it smells nice. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real problem, JB. Has anyone, has anyone come around and said they don't smell nice? No. No, no one's giving you that feedback? No. Okay. Because I ask. My friends are going, so steps in the house, what does it smell like? <laughs> um, I'm going to fill you in shortly on what the second most hated Christmas gift is for 2021. Well, it's got to be JB for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done. 822. Go West, King of Wishful Thinking here at 92.9. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel. Apparently, more than half of us are disappointed when we get given a candle as a Christmas gift. Apparently, it's the least desired Christmas gift. I reckon that's a little harsh on the candle. You know what I used I used to hate? What? Getting clothes as a kid. Yeah, I did too. Yeah. But now I it's know. like, are oh, you giving me socks and undies? <laughs> that's so good. I don't have to go buy them. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Now like- <laughs> it's, it's good now. That's a U-turn. Yeah. My yeah. husband loves it. I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? Socks and undies. It's the only time he gets them. I used to... My nan had this rule, yep. God love her, where either my birthday or Christmas, we'd have to get clothes. Of course. So we would have a fun gift for one of our things. Yep. And then we'd have a boring clothes gift for the other. And you got to do the, oh, I love it. I'm totally going to wear this. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> there's some, look, I think there's some harsher Christmas presents on our list from you guys on our Facebook page than candles. Yeah. We got soaps. We got the, uh, the who the, wants soap? The shortbread biscuits. The Lynx shower yeah, pack the, gift thingy in my yeah. box. That's like this is a cop out. Yeah, you know it's Christmas time when you start seeing them pop up. Yeah, I've never seen the rest of the year, <laughs> yes. and then boop, they've all popped up in Woolies. Michael Bublé puts them out, I reckon. Maybe He's Mariah the one. Carey. Yeah, both of them. They do all the tour. All I want for Christmas <laughs> is a Lynx gift pack. <laughs> There you go. That's a great that's a great branding tool for yeah. both of them. Oh god, no, please don't. <laughs> Do you want to know the second least desired Christmas gift? Are you gonna tell me now or are yes. you gonna make us wait? No, no, I'll tell you now. Okay. <laughs> At least you want me to make till uh, Chris does the local tonight? news. Yeah. <laughs> um put the people out of the misery. It's an air fryer. Really? Yeah. I, I can... wouldn't mind another one of those. No, it's I all... know. Like we don't use our oven. 
That's it's, we just use the air fryer. Yeah, same here. And we need another one because the old one died. That's a, it's a, 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 a that's great. Why would you not want that? I don't know. I was thinking maybe if we had to go with candle being the least desirable Christmas gift, maybe your soaps and your clothes and all that for yeah, the second. Yeah, was... air fryer. Look, What's I'd wrong be with ha- that. Obviously, if my husband's listening, I don't actually want an air fryer for Christmas. <laughs> but if someone else was to give me that, I would be happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even Matt Preston, one of the guys here from former from MasterChef fame, yeah. someone here was interviewing him last week, and Matt Preston said, don't bother buying all those stupid kitchen gadgets because they're all a waste of money, except buy two. Rice cooker is a must yep. for Matt Preston. And he said, I initially didn't think it would be good, but I've used one and I've jumped on the bandwagon and that is an air fryer. They're the two they're Christmas so gadgets It's, it's you basically need. a mini oven. Yeah. It goes... Qu- thousand times yeah. quicker because i'm impatient i'm one of those same. people i put it to like 180 yeah and then done done like Chips just in cook yeah four <laughs> minutes yeah. as opposed to 48 minutes like they I, used to yeah be. i don't know Ridiculous. ovens are old technology yeah that's so 2020 air fryer <laughs> second least desired christmas gift behind a candle what do you reckon hey 833 oh Here's a light-hearted look at what happened while you're asleep. It's the feed. It's the feed. A pair of cufflinks owned by the James Bond author Ian Fleming are going under the hammer at auction in the UK this week. And, you know, they're not too dear. I was thinking, you know, this kind of souvenir stuff. Uh, I was thinking, you know, 20, 30,000 pounds, but... Not too bad. They reckon they're going to fetch somewhere between 800 to 1,200 pounds. So, I mean, out of out of me merely as a radio announcer in Tamworth's kind of wage, but, you know, if I was, you know, Kyle Sandlands or, you know, Kate, Tim and Joel, I might be able to get me a pair of these. Ian Fleming wore them at the Dr. No post-film screaming, screening party back in 1962. And they've got a bit of a 007-esque, code on the back of them they're inscribed with the initials w u s s i l u d h and n u f believed to represent a so far unsolved secret message on the back of them as well yeah very bizarre so get these and you you know might be able to solve them they're going under the um auctioneer's hammer a little later on today in oxford uh, of course, Ian Fleming worked for the Naval Intelligence Division before becoming the author of James Bond. He, uh, While he was working for the Naval Intelligence Division, Ian Fleming drew up a plan to capture the German Enigma codebook by hijacking a naval rescue boat. The plan, which he laid out in a memo to the Director of Naval Intelligence in 1940, involved crashing a captured German plane into the channel, thereby attracting a naive Nazi rescue boat to the scene, which Fleming hoped would have a book on board with the key to cracking the Enigma code. They never went ahead with the plan. 6.42, that is the feed. Love it. Happy Wednesday, 14 past 6 on my mind with JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Preach Street, West Tamworth. I went out for my walk yesterday afternoon and I was wandering along King George Avenue. I love walking there. Nice and quiet, beautiful surrounds. Look at the little cows and the horses in the paddocks. It's, 
It's just got great serenity, and I'm wandering along, and I mean, I'm an animal lover. I love, I love all types of animals. I'm walking along, and I've seen fluttering along the ground there a beautiful rainbow lorikeet, and the poor thing's got a busted wing on him. And he's, he's, he's crying out. Um, he's, he's, he's very distressed. I went to pick him up. And I thought, no, no, I'm just going to leave him for now because he was getting a little bit agitated when I was trying to pick him up. So I'll just leave it and I'll, I'll, I'll continue my walk. I'll come back. And if he's still there, I'll work out what to do. So I've, I've wandered along. I've done my walk. I've come back maybe 15 minutes later and the bird's still there kicking along. So I've gone, okay, cool. I need to, I need to sort this out. So I've raced back to the car. I've grabbed my phone. I rang the uh, the Tamworth Equine uh, Vet that's right there on King George Avenue because I thought, well, you know, that's easy. I can bundle it up. I can carry it up to him easy. It was just after five o'clock. I just missed him. They were shut. So I rang my normal vet, my vet, and said, look, I've got a rainbow lorikeet here. I think it's got a busted wing. Um, what, what can I take it to you? And they said, well, where are you? I said, I'm on King George Avenue. And they said, well, funny you mention that because someone from Wise actually lives right near there. So you can literally save time and take it straight to them. I'll see if they're home. Have you got a box? And I went, oh, no, I don't. I don't have a box. And then I've looked in the back seat and lo and behold, I had to take some stuff from work here, home yesterday. And for the first time ever in my car, I just happened to have a box perfect size for this poor rainbow lorikeet to go into. Otherwise, if I didn't have the box in the car, I'd be stuffed. Like, I'd have to leave it there, I guess, go home, find a box, come back and get it, but I just happen to have it there. It was just, it all worked out perfect for this poor little bird. So I I, I got the box out of the car, I bundled him up, I literally drove like two minutes to the person's house that just happened to live right nearby and drop the bird off. It just, it was, see, whatever it is that controls the planet, it was working out perfectly fine for this little bird. And I'm I'm hopeful that it's, it's made a full recovery. Apparently the wing wasn't too badly busted. So hopefully all is well and a massive thumbs up to the awesome work that uh, all our wildlife people and uh, wise do. They do a remarkable job. 27 and sunny for today. Lovely day. Got to be beautiful. 27 and mostly sunny on Thursday. Possible shower on Friday, 29 over the weekend. Some bizarre weather. It's going to be on and off with some showers and getting a little warm as well. The low 30s we may nudge on Saturday. And at the moment, it is 9 degrees at the moment on King George Avenue. Something else bizarre happened yesterday on King George Avenue as well. It was quite the afternoon for it. I'll give you details about that real soon. Ed Sheeran teaming up with Rudimental Bloodstream at 20 past 7. Happy Wednesday. JB here. Thanks, Country Autos, GWM, Havel, Bridge Street for new cars. Quality used cars on Gunnagoo Road. When have you made a drastic U-turn? Maybe you once loved a movie and then you watched it and you hated it. Or maybe you hated a band and then one day all of a sudden you loved them. I was kind of like that with U2. I wasn't a huge U2 fan. And then I saw him live in Adelaide off the back of some free tickets. And 
They were incredible. The next day, I went out there and bought a couple of their records. They blew me over that much, so I've made a U-turn there. And Coriander's probably the other one. I hated it as a kid. I remember going to an Asian restaurant with my parents when I was maybe 10 or 11, and there was a coriander sitting on top of the noodle dish. And I remember eating it and going to my mum and dad, what is that? That is disgusting. That is gross. But then, like so much so, I had some noodles last night and I just put like a whole garden bed of coriander on the top of it. That's probably lost me half my audience now, saying that I love coriander, but oh, I love it now. Can't get enough of it. You're either one or the other with coriander, aren't you? But hey, we're not talking about that. We're talking about when have you U-turned? When did you once love something? Now you hate it. Christine, she loved watching rugby league when she was younger, and now she hates it. We had a couple of people mention that with rugby league. It's probably the the rule changes. It seems like every single year, uh, nearly every game, there's something new going on there with the rules. One game, it's right, and then the next game, they get penalized for it, and you go, what? And they go, oh, they changed the rules during the week. Ah. Okay, fair enough. Neil couldn't stand Pulp Fiction when it was released, but has watched it a dozen times since and loves it now. Breno hated Honey as a kid and not sure why because they love it now. Teresa was not a big fan of Def Leppard when she was younger than and met her husband who was a huge fan, took me to their concert and has been a big fan ever since. See? Hey? It's the husband or the wife influence there, Therese. Like I, I, like, I don't wish this on you, but I'm just wondering if, unfortunately, you two ever do break up, please let me know if you're still a Def Leppard fan, because I've seen that happen with friends before. Their partners love something, they've jumped on the bandwagon, they've broken up, and all of a sudden, no, 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 I hate that. I hate Harry Potter because my ex liked it. Whenever you, you turned... Let me know on our Facebook page. Have the fun there. Instagram, 929Tamworth's the handle on that one. Or, of course, 676-22929. H-E-L-N-P. Maniskin begging. Uh, quarter past seven. JB for breakfast. Thanks, Country Autos. GWM Havel. Bridge Street, West Tamworth. I had a very eventful afternoon yesterday. I went out for a wander down King George Avenue. I rescued a rainbow lorikeet along the way, which had a broken wing. I'm hoping it's going to make a full recovery thanks to the team at Wise. But while I was out for a walk, and I'm sorry I didn't get the bloke's name, but I'm out there doing doing my walk, minding my own business, wandering back to the car, and a white ute pulls up. And the bloke winds down his window. I'm expecting him to ask for directions. And he goes, JB! And I've gone, uh, yeah? Yeah, I knew it was you. I went, uh, yeah, okay. He said, yeah, my daughter in the car. Uh, I said to her, that's JB. And she said, no, I don't think it is. And I said, well, Chuck a U-turn and I'll come back and ask him if it's him. So you've confirmed that it is? Thanks. So I said to him, I'll give it a mention on the radio, which I've now done. So look, th- thank you very much. And look, always happy to have a chat. And hopefully that's made your day. And yes, it was me, okay? Because I just said it on the radio. Quarter past seven, happy Wednesday. This is Ed Sheeran teaming up with Rudimental for Bloodstream. I've been spending all the time 